Welcome back, Fastlane Learning listeners. I'm Kelly Moss, your ACAR Communications Director, and we are back here with another all-new Fastlane Learning session. Today's Fastlane Learning is going to be informative and will cover the areas of text messaging and email as it relates to real estate. As a reminder, our guests and subject matter experts for each of the Fastlane Learning episodes are ACAR's Chair of Professional Standards, Jackie Casera of Howard Hanna Realty, and ACAR's Vice Chair of Professional Standards, Cindy Castelli of EXP Realty. Fastlane Learning is fast and wild, so fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. ACAR's Fast Lane Learning is a weekly production where we will facilitate quick conversations about key topics in the business of real estate. This is an adult show, and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. It's time to buckle your seatbelts and get yourself prepared for some great real estate answers in a great short format. Welcome to Fast Lane Learning. I'm back here today with Jackie Casera and Cindy Castelli for another episode of Fast Lane Learning. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to discuss the digitally written word. If it's digital, is it still written? The short answer is yes. And that's why it's important to know all the rules. So let's start today's discussion with text messaging. We all text, some of us faster than others. Yes, my children text way faster than me. It's part of our every work, everyday workday, and it's part of our social culture. So why must realtors be careful when they're corresponding with their clients and other agents via text? Who wants to start? I think you have to be careful, um, as careful what you say and what you don't say. Ah, interesting. So you need to make sure that um, things that are a matter of record are represented well. Um, to to clients. Um, You know, sometimes things can be lost in translation. Um, I also find that due to when we're talking about um, technology and and all of that, often clients are signing um, contracts electronically. Sure. Where it used to be, you know, years ago, you were always sitting down and going over a contract word by word. Um, And that's not always the case now. Um, Sometimes buyers want to read it over themselves. um, But you have to make sure you're available to go over that with them, answer any questions they have, um, and make sure things are of record because it's important. Those Those are important legal documents. Well, to to piggyback on what Cindy said, it's we've lost our sense of occasion because of the speed with which everything moves now and the fact that technology is the medium, you know, through which it all moves. And so where we're texting and and using you are meeting your, you know, with friends, <laughs> we have to be really careful that that's not translating into our professional text as well. Yes. And the other part of it is everything's discoverable. The fact that you're communicating informally doesn't make it something that is considered an informality in a transaction. Absolutely. So, you know, so we have to be really careful to remember that this is still part of the business environment. Sure. And, um, and that we need to save them, you know, to save our text trail for anything that might come up in litigation, anything that might pertain to a transaction down the road, you know, and so it it has to uh, it has to have not only an etiquette but also a procedural feeling about it that you know this is still part of our work. Absolutely, and and I think that um, you have to be careful when when texting and sending emails. Um, 
not to use sarcasm. Right. You know, you ah, have to be careful with that right. because sometimes that can be misrepresented in, sure. in the, the typed or written word yep. um, because there's no inflection of tone. It's not um, you're not looking at somebody, you're not seeing their facial expressions. Yeah, sure. So it's important to stick to the facts and make sure that you're saying exactly what you want to say and not convolute it. And sticking with the facts of the matter right. and not trying to inject opinion or humor where it's in a flat medium. Yeah, right. It's an absolutely flat medium, and all they're ever going to see or have to refer to right. are those words. It can be very misrepresented. Mm -hmm. yes. Sure, yeah. Well, because you can, you know, you can, it, it's, there was a, there was a book a few years ago called Each, Each Shoots and Leaves. Yes, exactly, about and the panda. It's, a, yeah. it's about the placement of the, of the comma, right. if you will. Mm. But it kind of tends to, to go along with this, because you can say something via text and mean it can be said one way and it can be said the other depending on who's reading it. Mm -hmm. Right. So you, you're let's not really eat, sure. Comma, grandma becomes let's eat grandma very yeah. quickly. Yes. You know, yes. So. so it, yeah, it's the same, it's the same thing. So while texting is written, so, so obviously our email messages, let's talk uh, for a second then about how, um, how realtors need to be cautious when using email and how email can alternately be very useful, obviously during transactions. Um, and corresponding with clients, but but it can also, you know, kind of be a, a problematic area. Well, to go back to one of our former conversations, agency is so easily violated in email conversations because we start out with a group email that goes to all parties, all agents, the, the principals, their spouses, everybody. And then when we have something else to communicate, we go back to that first email address thinking right. that it's going only to one person and it's sure. instead it goes to the entire town, mm -hmm. you know? And so it, uh, we have to be super careful about who's even receiving the communication. Reply and reply all. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's, and, and sending something out as an email blast ends up that you're talking as an agent to the other party's client and it's a mess. Yeah, it's a great point. It's a, it's a very great point. And, and for those of you who didn't uh, hear the, the episode on agency, if you go back into the, uh, the, on your listener, it's the episode three was the episode on agency that we talked about. And um, we'll have that linked below in the podcast notes. Um, so Cindy, did you have, you, did you want to weigh in on that at all? As far as email, anything you have to add to that as, as far as email, uh, do's and don'ts go. I, I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing. I think that email, I mean, we're, we're so used to communicating by email and it's the same as texting. I mean, it's, it's a useful tool, but what you say and what you don't say is equally as important. And sometimes email is a good way to make sure that, um, you have heard your client correctly mm -hmm. and that you're understanding what they're saying. And sometimes I'll reiterate by email to say, just, just to reiterate our conversation, to make sure that I'm on the right page with you, you know, and go through it just as, as a safeguard. Yeah. I think that it's, it's a nice tool as well. Sometimes it's really useful in a situation like parties who are getting divorced to make sure that everybody's hearing the same thing at the same time. And that in, in that kind of a sensitive situation, that nobody's showing favoritism, that all parties who are, you know, parties to, the, to either the contract or the side of the contract sure. are hearing what they need to hear. Mm -hmm. That's, that's good information. That's, that's absolutely right. And I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, if you're in it, because that's already a tenuous right. situation mm -hmm. and to, to add to it, <laughs> 
<laughs> with inappropriate responses as far mm-hmm. as who you're sending what to. You have to do everything equally, correct? Right. So, yeah, absolutely. So it's time to exit the Knowledge Highway for today. I want to thank Cindy and Jackie for their insight and input for today's episode. Be sure to join us next week for the next Fast Lane Learning installment. And until then, drive safely and keep your learning in the fast lane.